This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. So when you're planning your travel, what is it that motivates your choices in destination? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com, we think. Uh, also on the MyTalk app, we're pretty sure. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And uh, what is it that motivates your choice in destination when you're planning your travel? Yeah, so there's a, there was a piece in The Atlantic, and I've, I actually was listening to a conversation, oddly, that was about this very topic over the weekend regarding over-tourism. So over-tourism is the notion that there are too many people in a lot of our favorite sort of uh, vacation destinations, places like the Louvre in France, um, you know, the Great Wall in China, Venice, um, Mount know, Everest, Mount Everest. In fact, we we just uh, talked about that story last week, did we not? Mm-hmm. The, um, the Mount Everest story, you've got this giant, um, as it was described in the Atlantic piece, conga line of people uh, literally dying on Mount Everest to get to the top. Um, and there's a whole reason for it. We can talk about that. But it got me thinking a lot about and this other conversation I had listened to got me thinking a lot about why we choose to go to the places that we go like you know is it a checklist do you have a bucket list so do you actually have like i have to see before i die the following 10 places i've never really quite been that kind of a traveler there are definitely places i want to go and i'm looking forward to attending um i always tend to like run away from large crowds so you know I I really want to go see some of those big famous places, but I also you want to wait till they're less popular, which it's never going to happen. <laughs> and in fact, I thought to myself, now with all of these stories about over tourism as a thing, uh, it makes me want to go even less. Like I want to go, but vacation is so precious it, at this point in my life that I don't want to waste it being stressed. Right. Right. So like, I want to see the Eiffel tower. I mean, actually I really don't care about the Eiffel tower. I just use that as an obvious example, but you know, I want to see Buckingham palace, let's say in the UK, or mm-hmm. I want to see, um, you know, some of those sites, but I kind of dread that thought because I don't, I am not motivated by that checklist mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people are. And, in some ways, I feel like that checklist can be very freeing, like because it's just like, oh, this is what we're going to do. And I'm just going to go down the list. And there's got to feel like a certain sense of accomplishment doing mm-hmm. that. Um, I've always wanted to be sort of, you know, off the beaten path. But that's also kind of a pipe dream. Like there really isn't, I don't know, anymore an off the beaten path because travel is so widely available to so many people. Yeah. Um. And again, we can talk about why that is. I mean, it's really just because there's a gigantic middle class now and 
travel in the way that you and I know it is frankly a very middle class thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that it's that it plays out. It's interesting because I was having this a very similar conversation yesterday with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. They were talking about wanting to go travel uh, and wanting to go to Europe and what the options were for them and how do you decide which way you go. You know, if you're are you going to go to Italy and then travel around in that direction? Are you going to go to Ireland? And, you know, and then where can you go from there? And how do you fit it all in? And how long do you need to be there? And the stress of it, I think, is something that can turn people off. Because to your point, Bradley, then is it really a vacation if you're working so hard to try to pack in all the big landmarks? You almost need a vacation from the vacation because you're go, go, go the whole time. Exactly. And I'm not necessarily motivated by that. But I know that there are people who are. And I think some of it starts with just knowing yourself. Like, what is it that lights you up on vacation? Uh, We've got a lot of callers calling in. Let's go to Linda. Hi, Linda. When you are planning a travel destination, what is it that motivates you? Um, water. Oh, okay. I want to go w- where it's pretty water. We we just planned a vacation. We just came home um, from Hawaii, and we were actually supposed to go to Paris, but both of us wanted blue, beautiful water, so mm-hmm. we went to Oahu. Oh, so water, ocean water just feels like home to us and relaxing, so that's where we tend to go. Linda, do you feel like at all bummed out that you missed out on Paris? Like, did you have a little Paris FOMO? Or were you really just happy with the decision you made? Oh, I was happy with the decision we made, but I would like, to, I would still like to go to Paris sometime. Sure. And yeah. there's, there's places I like to go, like Sweden and England, that don't have oceans, but it feels like water always takes priority when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. When we really make travel plans, like, no, I want to go where there's clear water. I get uh, it. No, Thank I'm, you. I'm all about that. Thank you, Linda. Thanks, Linda. Let's go to Jackie. Hi, Jackie. What is it that motivates your travel plans? Um, how many people are going to be there? So for me, like, um, honestly, like, one of my favorite places to go is up by the North Shore. Oh, sure. Um, it's, it's honestly, like, it's it's not very expensive. Um, it's... There's, you can find like a quiet place, the boundary was I mean, it's just beautiful out there and it's just like you can just take care of your soul, you know? Yeah. 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 So you like to be away from away from the large crowds. A little seclusion. Yeah, yeah. I don't wanna be like, you know, when they're talking about over tourism, I don't wanna be like just in a mass of people. Like I wanna get away and yeah. for me, like also like price is something for me to consider. So mm-hmm. like yeah. You know, it's just it's just an, a beautiful, easy vacation. Thanks, you know? Jackie. Thanks, Jackie. Yeah, um, I would say I struggle with this too because I think part of it is perception. I try to overcome a little bit because I think you can find a, find a crowd anywhere. You can find mm-hmm. annoying tourists in Grand Marais. You can find annoying tourists in Duluth. Um, or, you know, I shouldn't say annoying tourists. I, um, just crowds of, of people, tourists, yeah. right? I mean, you sure. can find crowds right in, right in downtown Minneapolis, but, um, it's, it's almost like, what are you willing to put up with? You know, we, we, um, go on cruises all the time because we love cruising, but you can go on cruises and be around crowds or run away from crowds. Yeah. Right. So it really just depends on sort of like, what you're willing to put up with to accomplish whatever your goal for vacationing is at that point. Um, but there are actual people I think that are motivated by, you know, just checking off 
those. Like I have to see the Mona Lisa. Yeah. I have to, you know. And I want to see all those things too, right? And I'm sure you want to see all them, all of them, if you haven't already. It's just that at the expense of what? See, that's the thing. I'm. Uh, this is what I know about myself. Uh, I am perfectly fine looking at a picture of a place and having it in my imagination. Um, And if I really am just fine with that, which I am with some of those large landmarks, like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Let's use that as an example. I'm fascinated by it, but I feel satisfied when I look at a picture of it. I don't feel like I need to go there and be near it. Yeah. But there are other places that I have seen pictures of, and I think my like I have a visceral need to experience that, and that that's a different feeling for me. And so I, there are some of those major landmarks that I think, well, that's okay. I'm good with just seeing the picture, and I know I'm gonna have to throw elbows to get near it, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. But there are other places that I feel moved to want to be at, and then I might make that happen. Let's go to Susan. Hi, Susan. Susan, what is it that motivates you when you're planning travel? Well, lately, um, we are planning our travel around where we want to move. Um, So we're planning on moving out of Minnesota next year, and we're trying to figure out where that's going to be. So, um, but we did take a big trip last year to Europe. We have family in England, and we went um, and spent time with them, but we went to Wales, and then, which was, amazing if you if anyone ever should go there that is just the most amazing magical place and then we went to london and we were like running from the crowds it was oh, awful yeah <laughs> where are you i'm just curious where do you th- uh, think you're gonna you're gonna want to move someplace warm or um we're looking at knoxville tennessee oh. um that general area we love the north carolina area but it's more expensive mm. um tennessee doesn't have state tax Weirdly enough, we're also hmm. looking at South Dakota, which also doesn't have state tax. Wow, that well, would be great a first. places and great yeah. faces there, though. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of fun to figure out where it is that we want to move to. Yeah, it's that's another neat. conversation Thanks, for Susan. another day. I'd love to have. No kidding. It's not going to be South Dakota. Sorry. I will say though, there I are some beautiful retiring. sites. Oh, it's there. beautiful, but I don't want to live there. I know. I get it. Like that's not. Bring me back to our earlier caller in the water. Yeah, that's where Bradley went by the ocean. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you may have heard some rumblings about a new bar in the Twin Cities called Ooh. Cheers. Ooh. Not, you know, not where the- everybody doesn't know your name. And frankly, there are some issues. There's been a dust up and uh, Bradley's going to kind of walk us through the timeline of what's going on with this bar. And I'm going to explain this for you. Thank you, Bradley. After this on my talk, one oh seven one. Well, you may have heard about a bar uh, in the old Rudolph's location called Cheers. And you may be aware that there's a little bit of a dust up surrounding this bar. Bradley's got all the information on it on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley, tell I us am about going it. to gay explain this story for you, Colleen, because I'm gay. No, um, I laugh though because th- this is about a gay bar, and I will tell you that's really getting a lot of controversy before it even opens. It and as you said, it it is in La- the Lowry Hill neighborhood. I'm having a hard time with words today. It's okay. It's in the Lowry Hill neighborhood, and it. I drive by this every day on the way home from the gym. Um. And there is a big logo, a big fat sign that was uh, hung at the top of this 
of the entrance to this bar, which has been closed after Rudolph's went away. It was right. a, you know, a beloved barbecue joint in the Twin Cities forever. And it looks kind of vaguely Cheers-like, the TV show. Like, the font is kind of reminiscent of the TV show. And then there's, like, this weird gay rainbow around it. And a lot of people, myself included, were like, is that some kind of gay thing? Like, rainbows technic- or t- uh, tend to be, you know... Associated Associated with, with the um, LGBTQ um, community. So... A bunch of us were like, what's this all about? Well, then, in the last couple days on the Facebooks, holy bejeebers, um, things were <laughs> melting down. Yeah. And it it all, got a little heated and weird. It all stemmed from, actually, some research that a good friend of ours, Andy Berkey, who's a um, a friend of the show because we've had him on before to talk about stuff, and Andy is kind of like one of those people. He just like knows what's going on within our community. Little and finger on the pulse kind of situation. And he writes um, he writes uh, online about a number of things. And he's always just got kind of knows what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. And is curious about stuff. So he started doing some digging to find out, like, who's behind this bar? What's this really all about? And found some very unsavory things attached to the owner. And so, uh, just long story short, a bunch of like anti-Semitic posts um, addressing other LGBTQ people in a way on social media that comes across like counter to what you'd Not expect the person of a, <laughs> a, a of about to be opened uh, establishment that's catering to the LGBTQ community would say. So there are some really kind of heinous things in that regard. And he posted a bunch of those things on social media. And then it kind of just because, look, what do they say? Telegraph, telequeen. Like, you, you got to tell one gay person in this town and everybody's going to know everything. And so like wildfire, it spread across social media like, whoa. This place hasn't opened yet, but you just might want to know a few things and you probably are going to want to refrain from actually entering the location because the owner has done himself no service uh, in refuting any of this. And you don't have to take my word for it. You can go online. In fact, there was an article in Bring Me the News. I think the City Pages has since done some reporting. Other people have around the city about this place. Um, But essentially, it's just... It's it's not pretty. It's not good. No. It's not good. I, and it was it was scheduled to open when this summer at some point. Well, it's planned to be open on June twenty first. So, and there there was this whole like chapter to this story. Again, we're talking about this uh, bar that was being catered uh, or presented as catering to the LGBTQ community, which that's awesome. Hey, like. Anybody who wants to, you know, offer a fun and um, safe space for that community to entertain themselves. Great. Well, I think the word that you said there that's key is safe. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Space, yeah. and I, I think when you have uh, evidence of a person who is going to be the proprietor of such a space... Um, making not only anti-Semitic comments, but then also fat shaming comments and and honestly, uh, like shaming, shaming people for being gay. Oh, yeah. Like, so here, so let me do read you, this. are you going to so, want to flock to that place? <laughs> it doesn't not. feel so safe. Again, this place was called uh, or is called Cheers. It hasn't even opened yet. It's right on Lindale and Franklin on the edge of downtown Minneapolis. In response to a Facebook thread that Andy started, and and Andy is very, he's not one of these people that just like goes off on something half cocked. Like he, no pun intended, he, he actually did his due diligence and he was like, I can't tell you for sure that this is the, you know, um, legally this is what's going on, blah, blah, blah. But he lays kind of everything out very clearly on his Facebook uh, thread. (laughs) The owner responds by saying the following, this community is a joke. We don't want their business or support. They can take their money to the saloon in the gay 90. I think he means the gay 90s, which are two other gay Mm -hmm. bars in town. Without this group commenting on this post, we will do big business and we will be the number one gay bar in town with all without all these stupid losers commenting on this post. And Andy can take this post and shove it up his gay behind. Okay. (laughs) So I feel like at that point you have now told us what we needed to hear, which is... I don't know if this is going to be a safe and inviting space so safe. for the LGBTQ community. This probably so, is a good thing for people to know and be aware yeah, of. Happy Pride, everyone. Yeah. Come to my bar. Don't. Don't. Just don't. <laughs> yeah. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is D-Bags. Wow. Well, oh, that felt well, really violent. That was a good lead-in. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to talk about them after this. <laughs> Celebrities behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. But before we tell you about them yep. and what we call them, we'd like to give you something. We'd like to give away a little prize to a lucky listener. <laughs> yeah! All right, we're giving away a $50 gift card to Green Mill. It's all about the summer burgers over at Green Mill. Yum! Celebrate the sizzle with that $50 gift card to Green Ooh, Mill. Celebrate the sizzle. I mm-hmm. like that. 651-641-1071. Fifth caller is going to get that gift card. Lucky fifth caller. Get your burger on. All right, now we do have a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is... D-Bag. Thank you. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Okay. 
I don't quite know exactly who gets the D bag crown in oh, this. Oh, good! It's a spot the D bag story, but and you'll go, you'll understand what I'm getting at as I start to tell the story. Okay. So I saw this headline today, and uh, it irritated me on all levels. Okay. Jennifer Garner looks like a mom on the go as she steps out with wet tresses to pick up her youngest kids. Mom on the go, wet tresses. So she's got wet hair. She's got wet hair and she's just momming. She's just like out there with her Starbucks uh, trying to pick up her kids and her hair's wet. She looks like a mom. So first of all, the first thing I notice is the headline, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, kind of like, that's an irritating, like, how are we going to tell this story? Mm -hmm. Daily Mail. Mm -hmm. Then I started to think about it a little bit more and I thought, is the Daily Mail the D-bag? Or is maybe Jennifer Garner the D-bag? Do you want to know why? Why? Because what are the odds that a paparazzo was on this particular day of all days waiting there to snap a picture of her picking her kids up at school? Right? Because they could do that really any day if they wanted, right? Mm -hmm. So it's almost like one of those things where... Maybe that was an invite-only experience, and there was a story that was already written to go along with it, and basically what it's trying to do is paint the picture of Jennifer Garner is just like you, right? Because you moms, you moms on the go, you go pick up your kids with your hair wet all the time. That's what you guys do, right? It does look really cute. I hate people who, although she needs to stop with the lip filler, whatever that is going on. I think those are her lips. Mm. You don't think so? Mm. Oh, wait. Nope. Now I see it on the upper lip for yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. Lies. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, she looks, she just looks like, I love when people look all soft and comfortable and normal and not like, because I don't look like, you know, when you get out of the shower and you're not like done yet. Mm-hmm. I just want to look like that when I get out of the shower. Just well, like, oh, I'm just threw oh. this on and I'm comfy. Actually, Bradley, can I tell you something? I actually think that that's exactly what you are supposed to be thinking. I think that this look took a little more effort so you're saying than you this think. was totally like behind the scenes. She's like, oh, my yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Her people are like, all right, Jennifer. Now we know that you're going on a coffee run at 1130 yeah. and we want you to just take a shower and be casual. You're just like us. Remember, yeah, look casual. Mm-hmm. Look I'm casual. going to walk my child to school now. Yes, yeah. you're going to carry their bag. It's going to look real great on you. It, mm-hmm. does, it just doesn't. There's nothing about it. Because, again, to your point, Bradley normal people when you get out of the shower you look nasty and i'm just being real about it the wet hair look can is not well worn on most and her hair is certainly wet but clearly she did she did herself up a little bit to get going on her day yeah i just felt like this was a little bit too much staged yeah well she's also hanging out with her friend and manager, Nicole Salaka. Right. And they also, and by the way, that's at a whole different time, right? So, like, she brings the kids to school, and then she goes for a leisurely walk with her friend and manager. So this is like a, this paparazzi experience was happening for a long time. Yeah. Uh, which kind of tells you that there probably was some arranging that took place i like that uh i just want that cardigan it looks very comfy okay, bradley's doing shopping with the stars i do though do, is this one of those articles that's like oh the look. i wish gosh sometimes no it's yeah. not of it's course because she's just wearing a frumpy cardigan yeah, which i'm actually enjoying frumpy cardigans anywhere stop i mean it's true bradley I, nice. I don't want to sound rude but you have some 
lovely cardigans that that accomplish the exact same comfort look. Yeah. That was a compliment. Thank you very much. What I'm you saying say, is don't go spend I your money. Like Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Don't go spend your money on other cardigans. You're fine is what I'm trying to say. That um, is a life lesson. Yeah. They clearly knew that she what like they were. They got the word <laughs> Jennifer Garner's leaving the house. Yeah, exactly. All right. So there you go. Not quite sure exactly who the D bag is. But there's probably everybody, in there. everybody and involved. But look at her. She looks just like us. No, her children are fine. That was rude. Those little D-bags. Stop it. Uh, okay, Robert Kardashian, that's my D-bag. Oh, why? Because he uh, is trying to get all up in uh, Natty Natasha. I don't know what you said words. <laughs> I recognize So she's that a Latin words. superstar. I, am, I, I, I will admit I don't know Natty Natasha, but she is actually a very big star. Um, and he is perhaps trying to pull a black china on her. Which I don't know what that means other than like he's going after another beautiful, talented um, musician on social media. Mm-hmm. And um, um, it's not going well for him. Let's okay. just put it this so way. Tell me about how, what, like, what, how is he going after her? What's he doing? Well, so she posted, <laughs> she posted on the tweeters. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm just trying to pull this up so I can have it in front of me. Uh, basically a nudie patootie shot in front of the, mm. like a nude selfie, right? Okay. And then he retweets it with a comment. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Okay. So Rob Kardashian mm-hmm. retweets her. Oh, hi. <laughs> in that voice? Awkward. To which, to which she responds with a retweet of his. Yeah. And the, re- the tweet of his that she has retweeted with a comment is of her daughter, or excuse oh, me, his daughter. His daughter. Yeah, his daughter. And it says, Princess, God bless her. Which to me is like, um, you have a child, you're gross. Mm-hmm. We're right? not doing this. Yeah. Interesting. So, you know, Rob Kardashian obviously trying to get a date on Twitter. I feel like there are easier ways he could have gone about this. And also to just not do it like that. Like, if you if there was a man you were actually interested in getting to know, would you retweet his like naked selfie and be like, "Oh, hey, hey that just feels a little aggressive." Also, if you're a Kardashian, don't you have people who know people that can maybe, you know, give you that hookup somehow? Well, and also he's very private, right? So right. for him to do this on social media, it's just even more obvious. Well, that's the other thing. Just even sad. you're right because we haven't seen or really heard from Rob Kardashian for a while. I don't even know where he is in his journey. You know, like we used to hear about where Rob was in his journey, and I'm talking about his weight. Oh, um, oh, oh! I thought, I thought you just meant wherever he may be. Which he's is, always in hiding. Yeah, right. he's, he's always, always in hiding. His house. But every once in a while, you know, they'll catch him leaving the gym wearing his sweatshorts and a big sweatshirt, and then there will be some sort of commentary. And I don't care. You know, I want Rob to be comfortable with Rob. But the problem is, nobody in the Kardashian family is comfortable with Rob's journey, exactly. and so uh, somehow we got to hide Rob when he's puffy when he's feeling a little bloated yeah well i just feel like rob is i don't know rob's a sad kardashian it used to be chloe and now it's rob yeah you're right actually 
used to always be that Chloe was the sad one. Poor Chloe. But now she's she's, the she's one had a glow up. I mean, she, <laughs> yeah, she has tortured her body into a new shape yeah. and now feels like she is, you know, or at least her mom feels like she's worthy of the attention. Mm-hmm. And now now Rob. When is Rob going to have a glow up? I don't think he will, honestly. I think Rob has done whatever he needs to do to burn whatever bridges with his mother in terms of his career such that he will not be in the spotlight for the Kardashian purposes. How's his sock company going? Still online. Okay, good. Good Mm -hmm. to know. Arthur George? Thank you. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Not a lot of Rob Kardashian socks here. But stay tuned because I don't know, maybe that was her way of flirting again. Um, if you're just joining us talking about she's from uh, she is a Dominican singer named Natty Natasha. Now, I want to go I want to go check her out, but it's possible, I guess, that she um, is interested, is interested. But I kind of feel like if you're repo- like if the guy posts re- retweets your video, your nudie patootie photo mm-hmm. and then you respond with a video of his child, I don't feel like that's flirting. But again, I am 44 years old and not we don't know what the one kids of these do people. These days. So, she also retweeted Rob Kardashian's retweet of her initial Nike picture. I yeah. so my brain just folded inside well, who itself. Like, who doesn't like the attention? <laughs> so right? meaning she put that Robert Kardashian tweet on her Twitter feed. Okay. So whether or not that's an endorsement or a call out, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Someone open my pudding, please. <laughs> okay. righty. When we come handy back snacks. on the Colleen and Bradley show. <laughs> By the way, they make sugar-free handy snacks. Not bad, actually. Did you try them? Oh, we love pudding in my house. I did not know this. I make pudding all the time. Are you serious? <laughs> sugar-free pudding, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I know. I probably have like a tumor inside me, but... I love sugar-free pudding. Learn something new about you every day, don't I? <laughs> the best is the chocolate fudge because they put something in it. It has like almost this like brownie consistency versus the other flavors. The I love pistachio. <laughs> the butterscotch is not my favorite. Vanilla is pretty good, but what about the chocolate vanilla chocolate? I've never done that. Oh, he because he used to make it himself. Oh, he, you, you're not just buying the little. No, cups. I'm saying I actually make it. From scratch, but in a pinch, they have the handy snacks. Ah. And they now have sugar free handy snacks. So I will buy those, but then I eat like two at a time. And you can make them with skim milk. It's joyful the way that every single day you can make them with skim milk. a new thing about Bradley Trainer. So it's basically like a protein shake. Mm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I'm really excited because we're going to talk to our friend Melissa Peterman because what you may not know about Melissa Peterman is that she has been involved in the past with the Grease sing-along at the Hollywood Bowl. We're doing our own version of the Grease sing-along and we want to hear from Melissa Peterman what we can expect at our very own Grease sing-along. We'll talk to her after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, we are so excited to have our next guest with us. It's our friend, Melissa Peterman. She's a friend of the show. And uh, 
we wanted to talk to her about the Grease sing along. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I got a lot of other questions for her, too, because it's not every day you talk to a Hollywood celebrity and we have secrets that we need to uncover. But anyway, let's do the other thing first and then we'll go to that. Melissa Peterman, hello. (laughs) Hi. Hello. How are you? We're good. We're so glad to hear your voice. Now, Melissa, the reason why we had to get you on the line is because we know you've got some experience with the Grease sing-along, the real big deal at the Hollywood Bowl. And we were like, that sounds like fun. We want to put one of those on. Now, we invited you. You're not available. Long story short. That's fine. I know. We'll get you next time. (laughs) Rude. But we're so excited about the one that we're putting on. We thought maybe you could give us a little sort of like inspiration. Like what what is the Grease sing-along? And what's it like? And what do we have to look forward to? Well, I'm, you know, I'm a huge sing-along fanatic. I've I've hosted the Sound of Music sing-along at the Hollywood Bowl 14 years straight. Wow. And I've been to the Grease sing-along at the Hollywood Bowl. And what's so magical about... You know, doing a sing-along is, A, it's a movie that everyone loves, and there's nothing more magical than sharing it with a thousand people, dressing up, seeing it on a big screen, and sharing that experience. Like, it is, it's magic. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. And it's even better than a theater. Like, you're thousands of people. And someone's dressed up like Danny Zuko. And some dressed up as, you know, the pink ladies. Like, it's it's a shared experience that we don't do very often anymore, is to share these giant experiences. So I'm, I'm so disappointed. I'm so bummed I'm not going to be there. And if you don't ask me to host next year, I'm going to be so mad. Oh, no, we will. Don't worry oh, about we'll it. Totally That's do done it. and done. In okay. fact, we'll try to get you on it very early so that we don't miss out. Because you have a very busy schedule, Melissa Peterman. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how I do it, Colleen. <laughs> I just don't know how I do it. Hey, by the way, you, I, I don't know how you do it, too, because today is like a very big day, and you're actually taking time from, what, your 20th wedding anniversary to be with us on the air? Oh, yes. <laughs> it is my 20th wedding anniversary, and... Um, I'm giving part of his gift is I'm giving him some time alone. That's so lovely. We're glad <laughs> Sounds to help. about right. We're glad to help after 20 years <laughs> and you guys are doing yeah, this 20 years home improvement project. Like you are literally the busiest person and how you're like not uh, a hot mess right now is just, it, it's a testament oh, to well, your, your talents. Well, well, you have no idea what a hot mess I am because it's radio. So you can't see me. That's true. But, um, I am a hot mess. Yes, we decided to remodel completely. 
our house after 18 years, take it up the trombone, and our motto for this year is we will not divorce over this. We will not divorce over this. I think in your 20th year, that is a really good motto. <laughs> uh, yeah, just kidding. Like, even truly, and again, it, it, before I talk to you guys, we had to pick out tiles, like the bathroom, like the backsplash, and in the, in the moment, you have like a, just a little, like, even know if that is that bone or ivory or is it a crew? I don't know. And then you just look at each other and say, "We will not divorce over this. We will not divorce over this." And then just like add on to the end of that, "I love you." I love you. I yeah. do. I'm very lucky. Yeah, you are. Um, hey. I, Melissa, I was just. I'm telling you. Go, go, go ahead. I hate this. I keep interrupting. Go. No, sorry. I kept talking over you. Um, I was just going to say, uh, getting back to Greece, what do you think it is about movies like Greece or The Sound of Music that make them so perfect for a sing-along? I mean, you know, Sound of Music maybe more so than others, but Greece isn't necessarily a movie that um, maybe first would come top of the mind why it would be such a good one for a sing-along. Why do you think that these, these movies stand out? Well, I think, well, I... I disagree. I think Grease is like one of the top ones to think of for a sing-along because even if it's a movie that maybe you haven't seen in a couple of years, the minute it starts, you're going to know every word. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, what's happening, stud? You're going to remember every line and you're going to remember every song. And it's it also, it has one of those catalogs where its soundtrack has got more songs than just Grease Lightning, Hopelessly Devoted. There's Born to Hand Drive. There's so many songs that you forget that's in that movie that you do know all the words to. And for me, like that was the movie that my aunt Susie and Kathy, giving them a shout out, that I they took me to when I was, gosh, what year did it come out? I mean, I must have been a baby. But it's one of my favorite movies. And it also lends itself, honestly, to like some awesome costume and wardrobe choices. Well, it is a fun, it's a fun era to dress. Uh, and that's, I think, one of the other exciting things. And the other thing is this. Typically, when you go see a movie, if you know all the lyrics to the songs, you're discouraged from singing aloud. Yeah. But it is kind of fun to be in a shared space, as you've said, Melissa, and actually like not only be allowed to sing at the top of your lungs, but be encouraged to sing at the top of your lungs. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been kicked out of a theater because <laughs> I'm shouting and singing along and I'm dressed up like in character and you know people get so judgy you know like sit down ma'am sit down ma'am you know this is get out nobody's dressed up um and there's no music um they can't see in front of your hairdo but I'm telling you that is what's so beautiful and I hope everyone a it's the most beautiful time in the Twin Cities yes um and there is nothing like it is. You are encouraged to sing along. You're encouraged to have a couple cocktails, perhaps, or or not, or whatever you want. You're encouraged to be loud and to um, be a part. You're part of the show and part of the experience. And I'm telling you, every year when I do that at the bowl, whether it's Grease or Sound of Music, you know, and it comes up again, they're like, are you sure you want to do it again? Like, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind. Because, again, it's that magical shared experience. Why do you mean people... Why are they still doing these live broadcasts on TV again? Right. Because yep. it's trying, they're trying to get people all sitting down at their living room. And maybe they're not in the same, you know, space, so to speak, but it's sharing an experience at the same time. And that's what's so magical about it. And I'm telling you, bring kids. And what I love about it is, like, it's every, it's the mix of 
you know, it's families, it's drag queens, it's, it's um, you know, age, every age is five-year-olds and 30 and 50 yeah. and 70. And I, I just think it's such a great get together and have a blast. Fun for everybody. Just real quick, tying this up. Thursday, June 20th is our Grease sing-along at CHS Field. It's presented by us, My Talk 1071 and the St. Paul Saints. And you can uh, get those tickets. They're available right now online at mytalk1071.com. Keyword Grease. Now we have... Like literally one and a half minutes left. I have to Melissa, ask. Melissa, Bradley has a question. I have to ask you a question. Okay, ask me. When are you going to do the Facts of Life slash Golden Girls slash Different Strokes uh, live in That's front of the studio audience ask. episode? We want you involved oh in the next God. one, Melissa. I think w- whatever we need to do to rally behind that. I would, I mean, there's, that just is so, I mean, I would, you have to do a thing, except maybe make some calls. Maybe we start a, you know, some sort of petition. I mean, have they, have they actually, like, announced that they're for sure doing it? They've they, announced that they are going to do it. We just don't know who, when, or what. Well, I want to be Blair. I want to be Mrs. Garrett. Oh. I want to, like, I want I want to play all the parts. Um, I'm you know what after I hang up with you, I'm gonna call my agent and go get me in the room or get me get my name out there. I would yes. love to do that. Melissa, I, I live for live stuff. We know, and you're awesome at it, Melissa Peterman. We wish we could have you on She's for also longer. Good at live radio. That's true. We love you so much, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Melissa. Okay. I'll- I'll be home soon. I'll see ya. Oh, perfect. Bye. Bye. That was our friend, Melissa Peterman. Make sure you get your tickets to Grease Live. Just uh, the sing-along. Go to mytalk1071.com. Keyword Grease. And uh, when we come back, what games do your kids play that you do not get at all? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a 7-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.